0: Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Well, uh, let's across to uh, Yachma Mohammed, uh, who is an Arab-Israeli Zionist an educator and and Israel advocate. We've spoken with him before. Yaya, a very, very good morning. Thank you for joining us once again. All the best for 2024. How are you doing?
1: Thank you, thank you. Bokert, I'm doing good. Uh, how are you?
0: I am well, thank you. Well, here in South Africa, obviously very concerned, as you are in Israel as well, around this uh, hearing that is going to be taking place at the International uh, Court of Justice later this week, primarily because it's the South African government who have brought this case. And, uh, you know, as South Africans scratch their heads and trying to figure out why the ANC government is doing this the question is what the outcome will be what it can be and how fair this hearing uh, is going to be Uh, what are your thoughts on this
1: I think that this was a publicity stunt by the government in South Africa they're trying to uh, make uh, the attention of the make the attention of the world diverge and I think you put it very beautifully by, uh, when you said that throwing the word genocide around without actual definition is, uh, first of all, harming uh, the actual people that uh, uh, experienced this uh, through history. Uh, I think uh, this uh, hearing will be interesting indeed because you do have to provide information in the courtroom, and uh, this will be uh, an interesting hearing. Uh, I I wait for the day that the world will see that this claim uh, has no grounds when it comes to Israel. Israel has a flourishing uh, minority uh, population that's growing and being assimilated into the bigger Israeli society, and uh, South Africa gave us the chance to put this on display for the whole world
0: right which is really an, an argument I made in the Jerusalem Post yesterday where I said the unintended consequence is that it actually gives Israel the opportunity to to showcase this as long as it's done fairly though as long as um, Israel is allowed to and and they do have have the day uh, have the day to to do that how relevant is it when um, when because the case is against Israel how relevant is Hamas's behavior you know because Hamas is not on trial, effectively, on Thursday and Friday. Israel is. Uh, so how much uh, relevance does Hamas's behavior have uh, in this regard?
1: Uh, hamas is very joyous of those actions uh, mm-hmm. that south africa has taken and uh, to take the state of israel into such a uh, a position during a time of war where a country is defending uh, its citizens from a terrorist organization uh, really shows uh, where the interest of the world uh, lies at this moment and even though if the hearing is not just We have to remember that at the end of the day, we are all human beings and when when something is unjust, we do feel, we do get that feeling in our gut that something is unjust, this is not right. And even if the hearing is unjust, the people of the world uh, will see it on display. Uh, The same injustice uh, and uh, uh, gruesome uh, feelings that we got on October 7th will revisit us again
0: -hmm. Happens in the Supreme Court, the International Court. In terms of South Africa's relation with Hamas, with Iran, uh, the the how, how does this from an outside perspective, from an Israel perspective, how does this look?
1: I'm I'm surprised first and foremost by this. Uh, as an Israeli speaking, uh, I was very surprised. Again, I think that uh, South Africa is a very dear country to me. I was in South mm. Africa a couple of times. Um, I was surprised. Uh, by those actions, uh, because, A, I think that South Africa is a beautiful country. They have uh, uh, many internal debates and many internal problems to fix. Uh, South Africa was very uh, missed when the Gazans were uh, oppressed by Hamas, when uh, when the Gazans were chanting on the street, Hamas let us live a few years ago. Was, South Africa did not take Hamas to the International Criminal Court. Uh, South Africa did not make its voice heard. Uh, South Africa is in this uh, unique position to speak for those who, uh, who, uh, who uh, suffer injustice in, in, in the world as a whole. And unfortunately, when it came to the Palestinians, they did not use this right. Only when it came to Israel, they suddenly, uh, the conscience woke up. And it, it really shows, again, that those actions are uh, behind, uh, have like a, a hidden meaning, a hidden propaganda, a hidden uh, agenda, so to speak. Uh, because of their alliance, their political alliance with Iran, uh, the aid that they get, uh, relations. Again, you cannot fool uh, the people of the world as a whole.
0: You know, it is fascinating because they have kept very quiet. Even never mind other conflicts around the world. If never mind Zimbabwe and China, uh, Cuba, Sudan, all of the other conflicts, even within within Israel or, or within Gaza, where Hamas has been oppressing the the uh, the people of Gaza, Palestinians in Gaza, uh, for many many years, South Africa has remained completely silent. When when Hamas attacked Israel, the first phone call that they made was not to the Israeli embassy here in South Africa, but was to Hamas. And when they were caught doing so, they said, no, it was just to offer humanitarian support. This was before Israel even went in to Gaza. So it's actually very, very clear that it's not about Palestinian rights. It's really very much about support of Hamas, which, need, which obviously, therefore, uh, uh, take, goes back to Iran, which is where this comes from.
1: I, I just I just wanted to say to, to every South African that is worried about the Palestinians, uh, fear no more. Our IDF the Israel Defense Force will dismantle Hamas and the Palestinians can live with dignity in the in the in, in Gaza and in the West Bank. And honestly, quite honestly, around the world, uh, Hamas is oppresses Palestinians around the world, not just in Gaza. So,
0: so yeah, why, why, freedom is coming. Why, why isn't that seen? Why is there almost a veil in front of the most obvious point, which is Hamas is a terror organization. It doesn't respect gay rights. It doesn't respect women. It doesn't respect freedom of speech. It doesn't reflect all the values that many people around the world do value, and yet they are being supported through this. How do you explain it?
1: Well, the support for Hamas doesn't come in the form of supporting Hamas. Mm. It comes as a form of uh, echoing the words of Hamas, which is very, very concerning because when a person is questioned, why are you uh adopting this claim and those words they, they just claim to be a human rights activist or something well i truly wonder where were the human rights activists when hamas was raising taxes when hamas was oppressing the palestinians when hamas was t- stealing energy when ha- hamas actually uh, created a scheme uh, with their with their electricity company in gaza to make the actual Gazan pay for the fuel to to power their t- uh, their underground terrorist tunnels where were those human activists, human rights activists, when all of this was happening in the Gaza script and nobody was talking about it. To put it, to put it, to paint a clear image uh, in, in, in Gaza, a situation developed for many, many years is that if you are not a member of Hamas, if you are not a member of uh, the terrorist organization, then you have no food in the fridge, then you have no uh, social security, uh, you have no positions, you have no respect in life. This is not a way to live. This is not a way to live. Uh, you, you should not, you should not be, have to be a part of a terrorist organization to have food in your fridge.
0: Absolutely right. Hopefully that will be showcased uh, towards the end of the week, but uh, we'll obviously keep a close eye on that. Yahya Mahamed, keep doing the amazing work that you are doing. Uh, he is an Arab-Israeli Zionist, and educator, and an Israel advocate.